Welcome to Self-Created Podcast with Janelle Simmons and Shanika Pishi, giving you resources and gems to create your best self. From books to recipes, local happenings, culture, and everything else in between. Helping you to learn or unlearn because each and every one of us are creators. Hey, hey, everyone. Hi. Okay, we had to, I had to hit that record button because the conversation we were having was like already like, okay, let's save it for the podcast. Exactly. Hey, everyone. Shanika, yeah, it's Shanika. It's Journal, aka Jay. And yeah, welcome back to our self-created, our self-created podcast. Welcome back to the self-created podcast. I love to get like, I'm getting my voice over voice in like, hi guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Shanika Pish and Journal Simmons. Wait, hold on. Is there like a little bit of a delay? I don't think so. Is there a delay? Okay, just making sure. Okay. I thought there was. Um, oh, cute. You're using the cup that we got when we did yoga that time when I need yes. to get up early. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Shanika loves, <clears throat> sorry, let me, let me put a little bass and a little, little, little voice because I, I learned that I need to speak up louder. Y'all. All right, let me prop this camera so I can see you well. I love what? Shanika loves to like <clears throat> torment me on the low. <laughs> Oh, okay. it, is, okay. it is her love language to me. Like, if there is a way to do a thing, especially if it involves exercise, and she's like, I just need a, just a, just a smidgen, just a pinch of torment, she will figure it out. So case in point, we were helping out a friend. They were doing a yoga instruction at the local Subaru dealership in Columbia, South Carolina. And Shanika was like, hey, our friend's doing this thing. Let's go support. And I was like, all right, cool. Not a problem. And then I asked the poignant question, when is it? And she's like, oh, if it's 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. And mind you, I was living across town at the time, which is fine because you were in Casey at that time, right? No, wait, hold on. I thought you were closer. Mm-mm. I was on Broad River. I was living with. I was oh, living that's right. You had moved by that mm-hmm. time, and no, I was. I was not in um, Casey anymore. I was in Irmo, so I was further. Okay, I couldn't remember if you were in Irmo or not. I thought you. No, that was Casey. that was um, right around the separation, divorce time. Yeah. Okay, so technically, she was further than me. I will give her that. Mm-hmm. But Shadika is also an early bird and I am mm-hmm. not. So it wouldn't have mattered mm-hmm. if I was down the street. It still would have been early as AM. <laughs> so, and on a Saturday when I know she likes to sleep in. Oh, yes. It is my day to do absolutely nothing in the morning before like 11. That's why like when people like, oh, let's do brunch. And I'm like, can we just do a late lunch? <laughs> um, but you still came. I brought my sorry behind at the time up there and did the poses and participated, did all the photos, got the free swag. I still use my uh, yoga mat. It stays in my car. That's my traveling yoga mat. Oh, I love that. mm -hmm, Yes. I have my yoga mat that I keep in the house. 
and then I have my traveling yoga mat. So like, you know, if I'm going to be doing more stuff like that, <laughs> I have the yoga mat that I can use and I have the cup. I still use it. It is a very great cup. Um, I had some other stuff. I can't remember what else, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So Shanika will, will figure out a way to be like, mm, where can I, how can I insert just a little torment it's okay it is a, it has been a part of our relationship for day so I don't act brand new to it it is nothing new <laughs> in fact if there isn't a slight smidgen of torment I'm like is something wrong are you okay everything fine what's going on <laughs> um, I mean think about it. you remember I when you sent me those those pictures when you and Faith, you and I don't Faith? do that anymore. I don't do it anymore. You don't do it anymore. I, don't know. I used to you... take the kids on the walks to rivers. No, because you told me you don't like it, so I don't do it anymore. I know. That's why I say I appreciate it. I, I don't, don't... It, but it has been a couple of. It's just. It's just. It's just. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's okay because I I get back at her. Is it my turn? Our way. Our way, which is, you know. Um, <clears throat> basically calling her bluff on things and she's like and I'd be like you can all you want you know and I know that it's true so you just tell me what you want to do are you finished yet are you finished are you finished because I asked literally about like six or seven times and then you're continuing to still speak Oh, interesting, isn't it? Are you finished? I am done. <laughs> oh my God, is this the energy that we're bringing to today's episode? Is this the energy that we're bringing to today's episode? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so we, we are going to be discussing setbacks on so many different levels. <laughs> <laughs> you could no, you could call the formation like of our, our break because we cannot figure out what's going on with the sound a anyway, because she wouldn't let me speak comedic air oh that's a lie feel like yeah that sound real that loud hush to do to one another <laughs> <It's not. laughs> fine no. fine i will be in so my normal voice is this better is this better you shouting all right. Anyways, um, first of all, again, are you finished? I am done. Okay. First of all, yes, I do like to get up early. I get that. Um, to me, I feel like, and I understand everyone's different. You know, everyone's productive, different time of the days. But have you ever really like regretted like a workout, like a yoga session or anything? No. So I knew it was going to irritate her, but like you said, we were doing it for a friend. We were doing it for like a good cause, right. promote showing support. So, and I think that's like another reason why I pushed her because it wasn't really for me. Mm-hmm. She was just doing it with me. But anyways, I got there and, you know, Janelle came and I was scared. I ran up real quick. I'm pretty sure I opened up the door for you. And I was like, hey. For- <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, hi. That's like I saved you a spot. I even like kind of like guide her and show her some things through the class. 
And then at the end, I, I'm pretty sure I still have the video and I'm going to try yes. to where I'm <laughs> like, what do you think? And you were like, hmm, you know, whatever. As like, she, she's like, hey, you know. It was nice. <laughs> I was, uh, I was still asleep. I was, I was awake because I needed to be, but I was not mentally awake. I was like physically awake. And, and you was, a good bed right after. It's fine. Right, right. But now like it's a different type because it's just like now I'm up. I've done this whole yoga thing. So you would think you'd be like zinned out and be ready to like take another nap. I get back to my apartment and I'm like, God darn it. I got all this energy. <sighs> like, you know, I just feel like. I guess I'll get my day started. <laughs> I don't know if it's torment. I like to look at it as trying to tap in to the potential of my friends. Correct. You, you, you suss it out and you, you, you coax it. You coax out the potential. Sometimes, not often. The method is not the best, not the best, let me take that back. The method isn't the preferred method of the individual receiving it, AKA me. Mornings are not my preferred method. But like she said, we were helping a friend out. So there was that, it wasn't technically for her. It was for our mutual friend. And I did feel better. You really don't regret, especially yoga and yoga class. So that I give her all credit. <laughs> and what's so funny, y'all can't see, but on her iPad, her iPad zoomed right into her face and she made oh this face. <laughs> it like zoomed into her face. <laughs> <laughs> like even her iPads, like that's right. Give my bitch her created. <laughs> um, so yeah. It, it was just, it was hysterical. She, I know you have that video because you posted it a couple of times and every time I, I cackle because it's, you, you caught me square in it. I was just like, mm, mm. <laughs> well, anyways, um, I'm glad you're still enjoying the mat. You're still enjoying the cup. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't all that bad, you know? No, it was not all that bad, nor was it for not. So. No, no regrets. 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 Uh, I take this phone call right now. Sorry, boo. I'm gonna have to text him later. Um. So no, not that type of boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me put on do not disturb on. I think yes, I do have my. I just don't. I have my ringer off. I'm recording a podcast. Ooh. What? No, I like that. I like that. Like, well, that's what we doing. Okay, so um, before we get into today's today's topic, which is dealing with setbacks, mm-hmm. we need to take a moment to and give homage and give praise, homage, 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 <laughs> Eartha Kitt. Yes, Lord. Yeah, from I- North South Carolina. Come on now. I know that this is not a new story, but it's new to Janelle and myself. Yeah. Man, I, I literally cannot think of anything that other day. I was <laughs> like, damn. 
So there is a TikTok user mm-hmm. and it's vintage in color. So it's a black girl who's doing, um, you know, vintage Hollywood and, you know, back in the day, Hollywood, well, oh, fuck now, wasn't the kindest to black people. Um, but she decided to delight us with the story of when Paul Newman, James Dean, and Eartha Kitt had a threesome. Ma'am. First of all, (laughs) first of all, let's just take a hot second. We all know Eartha Kitt fine. Eartha Kitt been fine since like the day she came out like been fine was fine on her way to heaven like it's fine this beautiful beautiful woman um newman paul newman he was attractive back in the day i had no clue no idea it's kind of like when we saw that photo of james earl jones when he was younger we were like wait a minute (laughs) james is like he's always give you distinguished gentlemen, you know, distinguished black gentlemen, right? We saw them pictures of him as like, I was like, oh, he could get it. Flat <laughs> out. No questions asked. Sure could. I was mm-hmm. like, say it again. Listen, breaking <laughs> hearts and backs, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, Paul Newman was like really attractive. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was attractive when he was older, but yeah, he was like, he was, yeah, very like Hollywood until like they like back in the day. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I say about like Brad Pitt, no matter how you feel about him, he is like old school Hollywood. Hollywood. Look. Like yeah. you can't deny that he's not a good looking man. You know what I mean? Like he's a good looking man. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got charisma, you know, like he can play any kind of role, right. you know? Um, so like when I think old Hollywood, like I'm like, he's Hollywood. Um, but yeah, and that was Paul Newman um, and James Dean. <laughs> so the three of them just had a night together that I believe Eartha described as transcendent. I was like, I would like to experience that in once in my life. I would love to be able to say the sexual encounters that I had with the individual transcended time and space for me. Like, wow. You know? Yeah, she said, I was trying to see if I could um, find the quote, but basically she was like, they, they just took her to another level. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, what, what was going the down? <laughs> I know. I just, you know. Just... Recording in progress. Um, I can't remember. Oops, oh, hold on. It's playing that clip. Okay, there's like an audition tape between James Dean and Paul Newman and like the Look sexual chemistry. It yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, so anyways. This is one quote she said. I had both of them that afternoon and I came to the conclusion that white boys are so delicious. Anywho. Yeah, so Eartha had them. And um, the thing was, is that James Dean wanted to like work on, you know, his skills as an actor. 
which I felt like find very interesting because he, I mean, you know, obviously because of Rebel Without a Cause, he had the, oh, I'm a bad boy, blah, blah, blah. But like Eartha used to say, you know, he and I we were just two kids from the country. You know, I was from the cotton fields and he was from the Midwest. And right. she talks about right. that, you know, before she saw him a few days before he died, how she felt like his soul had already left him. I'm like, <sighs> so yeah. Um, so anyways, there's photos and we might share some of him in the studio, just surrounded by a beautiful black woman. And he's got his like all black on tights and everything. And he's got the legs sticking out and then the arms out and Eartha's just like commanding and like showing him moves. It kind of reminds me of a Harry Styles, like, you know, that sinewy um, body type, you know, um, but still just like some kind of very attractive. Um, but anyways, just like, woof child and also it is just so crazy james dean was only 24 years old when he passed away and eartha kit is six years older than him yeah he was really young he was really young um but isn't it crazy how mature it seemed before well i'm just saying for back in the day yeah no that's what i'm saying like for 24 that's hella mature like like how they just were back in the day and he had lived a life life you know like I told you I was like you know I feel like Eartha talking about this has kind of um made me want to bring to surface like she always used to have on James Dean um and I feel okay with it nothing I ever heard anything bad about him but you know it was just a fit you just assumed everyone's racist back then um (laughs) I mean it's it's a good assumption yeah so um and I just remember like damn like god that like that I remember just like when I learned about that death like god what potential Mm -hmm. such potential such such potential and I mean you know it happens now too yeah Um, just just really tragic um and so yeah she had Paul Newman I'm like never gonna look at his salad dressing the same no I mean and then anyways there's a video of James and Paul doing like an audition tape and like it's palpable at all I just think you know what maybe if we allow people to be more sexually fluid if you are unfortunately I'm not um (laughs) but people do think I flirt with girls I say I'm not flirting I'm a Gemini I'm just really into the conversation I mean Um, our talking is flirting to some people like I don't I don't realize that but we we will have full-on conversation well my friend mentioned this to me she's like most men um it's they're not going to have a conversation with you unless they're trying to like get with you there's there's very few times where it's the opposite of that so it's a good bet to think if someone's talking to you if a man's talking to you more chances than not not to interrupt but eartha had a studio and this is the quote that time back in my dance studio ranks as one of my one of the most celestial experiences of my life those two beauties transported me to heaven i never knew that love making could be so beautiful wow could you imagine when she was with her husband for like only four years okay and I can imagine the breakup, like, darling, oh, I don't need you. I'd be cute. She's like, I've had James, <laughs> I've had Paul Newman, and they've transported me. And he's probably, like, but he's probably like, but I gave you a child. And she's like, celestial. 
transported. And then like probably like puffed on a cigarette and laughed in his face. Transcendental. <laughs> Beautiful. What are you doing? Get out of here. Oh God, Eartha. Jesus. God bless her. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, this is not a new story at all. I had shared some of my stories and it was to some of you guys. So I just feel like this is the story that needs to continue even when I'm dead. <laughs> we need to continue to speak her name because she is someone to revere. Okay. Like real talk, real talk, all the way real talk. Like I, I don't know. Have you read Eartha's, um, biography who's her yeah she has a biography she wrote it um oh i can't uh i think it would probably have been like maybe 10 years oh no 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 she wrote her biography because i remember reading her biography when i was like in middle school high school somewhere around there she was quite much alive and it was very interesting what she talked about, like her life, as well as what she does to maintain like herself and stuff. Like, well, you know, she was really into yoga and, you know, yeah. I love that. And she, she yeah, she could do some arm balances. I'm still trying to um, work on that. Yeah, she was very much into physical fitness as well as like mental and all that stuff. And she had like this thing that she would talk about, like, you know, your skin is an organ, so it needs to breathe. So she was like, I would walk around my house basically nude or very, as she calls it, scantily clad um, so that my skin would have, would be able to breathe. And she's like, I think I, she contributes like her good skin, like her care of her skin to that feature. So I was just like, oh, this is very interesting. And so I'm adding it to my list to read. Um, It's a good read. It's a good, good read. I remember reading it, reading it and going, I think that some of this information is a little too mature for my age, but it's good to know, like to bring back later. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, it very much gave you, I am a woman and I'm going to give you wisdom of my lived experience. So I love that because um, I've, I think I've shared on here before, maybe not that when I was listening to a conference one time, they were saying, you know, as you get older, you can have woe or you can have wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, let me tell you something after James Dean and Paul Newman, there ain't no woe in your life, honey. Listen, they can say all things that they want to say about you. Be like, but have you had him? Like, I almost like cried when I read because <laughs> I was just like, like some people are truly blessed in life and Eartha, actually, you know what? They're blessed because Eartha is the shit. So they're the blessed. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love when she was like, what do I need a man for? (laughs) Compromise. Compromise. What is that? Exactly, honey. Because the research shows, and we'll conclude this and move on, that Married men live longer, but single women live longer. Take with that what you want. Okay. That shows that they live longer, they have a better life um, expectancy, happiness, they rank high as married men, but single men not so much. 
They're the quickest to die, lowest of happiness. So, maybe because I don't know, a woman is there to care for them. Oh my God, look at Eartha in this cute little turban. James Dean with his cute little glasses on. They're smoking a ciggy. And like that photo I sent of you when they're like banging on the drums and he's just oh. like looking at her with such respect and admiration. And then it's not in like a creepy way, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like respect. It's utter respect. It's like she, at that moment, it's like she's a teacher and he's a student. Like he's a, a dutiful student. Like I'm, I'm going to learn from her. <sighs> and again she was only like like i said he was 24 and he passed and she was six years older like they weren't that old i mean but look at how much they had it together you know i mean she just i don't and i she is wise beyond her age i'm not even saying she looks old but her soul her spirit like her like wisdom Mm -hmm. you know oh god Ah. I follow her daughter online. She has an account and mm-hmm. she, you know, will take stuff from her childhood and from her mom's life and post it and things. And she has like, I think there's a book capturing her mom and some other stuff. But overall, I was like, I know she ain't talking about this stuff, but it would be, it would be cool if you like, so did you know about your mom? But I mean, then again, who would want to know about their mom's exploits? I know I don't. Not really. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> so I'm in a Facebook group and we are doing um, like a gift exchange. I'm literally about to look up Eartha Kitt's book and put that as a request just in case um, someone wants to get it from me. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, you know, much respect to Miss Kitt. Um, as as yeah, Mother Eartha. She's so funny. Um, I've always loved Eartha Kid, though. Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> She's a boomerang. <laughs> oh, the original Catwoman. Anyway. Woo! Okay. Set back. What's going on? Um, <laughs> I don't even know what we're going to say. Um, dating, right? You're going to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, I, have, I, have the, I have four things that I can give examples of setbacks that I've had recently. Okay. Having- are we going straight into setbacks or are we going to talk about what else? <laughs> well, that was one, like, one of my setbacks is dating. So that's why I was like. Okay, so today's um, topic is setbacks. We're going to talk about things that have happened to and recently in our lives. Um, last month, especially last week for me, was just uh, tragic. And, um, you know, just kind of dealing with that, going through that all, and just kind of actually looking back on how I handle things now versus how I used to handle things in the past. And I must say, I'm pretty proud of myself. You should be. You should be. But okay, so your setback, go. So I have four that I wanted to mention. One was dating, starting dating over again. And dating in general has been a continuous amount of setbacks. One from moving, two from trying to get a lay of the land, three from just having bad dates, four from men being tragically horrid. Um, 
you name it. So it's just a matter of picking myself back up and getting back into it and also looking at it in an experimental phase as opposed to just like taking on the issues as and internalizing it and being like, it's just a thing that happens and you, 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 you're you on your journey, you're on your way and sometimes things are cool and sometimes things aren't, but it doesn't have anything to really do with you per se. Um, um, it's just, it's just what, what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll talk about my setback and actually did notes for it. Um, so I, um, last week, my car just stopped accelerating. <laughs> I don't want to say it died because I could still like turn it on and everything. Um, and um, yeah, at first I was like, what's going on? Because the check engine light or whatever had came on. And then, you know, I'm like messaging people like this and that, and it breaks down. And I'm like, I'm hoping it's not the transmission. And I know I was like texting you and we're like doing like affirmations and like, just trying to like keep, keep the vibe good. And so, um, long story short, it is the freaking transmission and it's costing a lot of money. Um, I cried. (laughs) So that's the first way I dealt with it. I cried because, um, I'm thankful that I have it, but then also it's like, I feel like it's a setback in what I wanted to do on buying a house, just being a little bit more financially secure. Um, I, you know, I'm a single mom and it kicked my ass. (laughs) You know, I don't have like a partner. Um, I don't, you know, have that. I mean, granted, I have parents, they're like, you know, we're going to help or whatever, but like daddy I need five thousand dollars and he's like okay dearie you know what I mean um he'd be like hell no (laughs) which is fine but so um my first way to deal with it was to feel the feels I cried um talk to some supportive people yeah just having friends to speak to was very helpful affirmations all of that um when my car did break down my ipad and stuff was actually at a studio that i'm working out of and somebody was kind enough to bring it to me um just you know very thankful for that and um yeah the car it's costing a lot so once i found that out i cried because like i said um you know I'm thankful that my business was, did really well this year and I was able to save. And unfortunately I did not spend my money on what I wanted it to spend on. Um, and I don't know, look, I'm getting, I'm getting so stressed about this. I'm literally taking the braids that I have in my hair out as I talk about this. I I was like, does does she mean to do that? No, no, that's like, that's like, I have ticks. I have, and my nails are done. So I can't pick up my nail polish. So I have ticks like when I'm uncomfortable or feeling um, a kind of way. Um, I know that's like an American phrase, a kind of way. My grandmother used to say that. I'm feeling a kind of way. Um, So, um, yeah, I like cried about it. Just thinking like how hard I busted my butt and like really kicking me down. Um, and you know, so that was like phase three crying again, (laughs) 
came up with a plan. The plan is to get the car fixed. Um, you know, my dad's let me use his truck. He's got a big ass Tundra. Um, and the last time I used it, there like got scratch and then someone hit me. And so now, um, like I'm just stressed driving it. (laughs) And he even said to like, that's what my mom and I, we were talking about. He was like, yeah, if Nikki, um, you know, something happens when she's out there. Oh, well, I'm just going to go get my new, he wants a GMC like Sierra or something like that. I'm like, can you not put that juju on me, please? Cause every time I'm getting your truck, I'm like doing a little Shoku Ray, like, you know, um, Reiki. (laughs) I'm trying to bless it. And you trying to bless up to a new truck. Like, please don't do this to me. Like, like I'm stressed. Okay, I'm stressed. So anyways, I'm using his truck, uh, which is fine because like, it's fine, but it's when it's not your vehicle, it just doesn't feel the same. Like I'm totally okay driving his truck. It is big or whatever, but I can maneuver it, but there's just nothing like your own, you know? Um, so it's kind of actually just keeping me, um, limited from where I'm going, which is okay because then you kind of realize all this running around and be doing sometimes it's just not really necessary not at all. and you need to sometimes plan better. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm continuing to work. Of course, I've got my markets. My sister and I are setting up for markets. I have my new venture out my other business. I'm finally incorporating my yoga, my assisted stretching. I've had a couple of those clients. So that makes me really happy working on, um, building that, um, you know, things that I've been doing t- since my mind and my bank account ain't going to be right. <laughs> I'm journaling. I'm continuing mm-hmm. to eat right, you know, making sure other parts of my body feel good. That way I don't fall into a depressive slump and just say, fuck it to all. That's true. Um, this morning I pulled the King of Swords reverse and basically it was trying to say not to get overwhelmed, to keep it cool, calm and collective. And so what did I do today? I cried. There you go. <laughs> just it's cried a <laughs> and it's so funny because people think I'm so not emotional, but I'm probably the most emotional person, you know, I just don't show it because my emotions have been used against me in the past, but Hey, mm. I'm getting over that. Um, so I was actually really happy that we were recording today because I had to cancel my therapy appointment. Um, so I haven't like, <laughs> not that I'm using you as my therapist, but I'm glad to like have a chat session with somebody because <laughs> I needed it. Um, Yeah. So that's just kind of where I am. So I guess my tip would be for whatever you're going through, take that moment and feel it. Do not suppress it. Feel all the damn feels and realize those feelings that might come up again. And then when they do deal with it and each time that it comes up, it's going to reside a little bit more and you're going to, I don't want to say get over it, but quote unquote, get over it a little bit quicker than the time before, but you've got to feel it. You've got to work through it. Um, Have a good support group, you know, a therapist, friends, you know, I'm actually like in a Facebook group and um, the people in there like when people post stuff is like really supportive it's really fun um or you know maybe staying away from social media if you feel like you're going to do the comparison game you know um cry again it's okay journal write you know continue to do everything in your life that you can control so you can choose to control what you're going to eat whether you can eat something healthy unhealthy it doesn't have to be 100 perfect drink water water is life. Keep yourself, um, um, replenished, you know, don't deplete yourself. Um, yeah. So try to keep your routine as normal as you can really watch your energy about, um, you know, the money, how you're feeling, you know, just remember that money is an energy and it flows to you and stays with you. 
I mean, because I already looked at my sales from last year compared to this year, and I've already doubled that. Oh, wow. So, and that's in January, and that's even after missing a weekend at the market because of snow. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so, you know, maybe it sucked that I can't enjoy any of the sales because of what happened, but just stay course and it's, it'll be fine. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so you started with your dating, you got knocked and I got back up. <laughs> I get knocked down. Then I get up again. Yeah. Cause that's what it feels like. I okay. So what do you mean by that? You got knocked down. Um, so, okay. And I, I, I preface this knowing that I'm only on one dating app right now because I can really only mentally deal with one. Um, but I was getting sad because I was swiping on these, these guys. I'm like, oh, looks good, looks good, looks good, looks good. Like, you know, reading their profile, looking at their, their things. And it was like out of like maybe 20 to 30 swipes, one. And I was like, I was like, what, what, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I couldn't figure it out. So, um, I was trying to figure out why I was having that, but I, I really don't. Right? So I changed over my, um, my pictures and my words. I updated some stuff and, um, some of that change. I mean, I didn't get a like a huge difference in regards to people like hitting me up, but I did notice that I was saying something in my head, kind of like an intention, un- unknowingly. And when I think about it, I said that might be it. Also, too, I live in a major, you know, metropolitan city, so there's probably like hundreds of thousands of people on this app, and God knows where I am in the shuffle. So there's also that. So that's why I said earlier like making sure I don't internalize um, certain things. It's just a part of the process, just is. And the other side of it was like, whenever, (laughs) when I did attempt the first two times to date an individual, it did not go too well. And Shanika knows one of the stories. Uh, I'm not gonna get into that because I don't (laughs) Oh my God. I I just want to say, we're not going to get into it. Because honestly, I'm more upset with you than that individual. But go on. (laughs) So, so. Okay. So, we're not like, so because of that, in that entity, not entity, that incident. And then another person who I was attempting to date that I had met at a friend's house and we just couldn't get things off the ground and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Mm, Oh yeah, yeah, elaborate on this one. I am interested in this. Okay, so this one, I'm I'm gonna, I'll go in a little bit of detail but not like detail enough to like out the individual, but if they ever come across this podcast, yeah, 
<laughs> so, I mean, and if they do what? As I said, yeah, we know what you did. Um, so we text back and forth and had one call, and it was the the call was a little. I won't say dicey, but like there were some things that he said that I just like jokes. I didn't get the jokes, um, but I was like, ah, that's fine, you know, whatever. And then he went silent, like radio silent on me. And so I text him, nothing. Waited a couple of days, text him again, nothing. And so then I just like left it. And I think he texted me back like a week later. And he said that some stuff had gone down in his like, basically his, his friend circle or whatever, some stuff had gone down personally. And, oh, um, and it was, um, he had to start all over again, meaning like he wiped the slate clean of white people and, and whatever. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I, I know it ain't me cause I haven't even talked to you enough do <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so so um um trying to get my trying to get my words together <laughs> so dating um, y'all dating it is, it is, it is, it is the thing. so i let that go and by letting it go meaning like i said i hope everything is well let me know when you want to talk again and kind of went from there. And then about a week later, like once again, it was more radio silence. And I was like, okay, something is going on. And so I text him again and I was like, hey, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. You had mentioned that you had some stuff go down personally. I wanna see if you're still okay. And also let me know if you're even interested because if not, it's cool. I don't want to bother you. You you know what I'm saying? Like something like that. And he's hit me back up and he was like, hey, you know, I'm still good. Um, I think I'm going to take a break right now from dating and just really concentrate on me and, and, and on the my work and whatever, whatever. And he mentioned Colby because I want to make sure I get this correct. Um, <clears throat> he mentioned that something to do with his ex. Oh, Lord, I'm already, I'm already over him. All right. Okay. This is what he wrote me. He's like, I'm on some really super chill stuff these days. Don't want to see myself dating for a while. Just as an FYI, ex-girlfriend burned me out of that with her BS on my birthday. And of course I didn't respond because I'm like, why do I need to? You gave me the answer I needed and we're good now. And in my head, I was just like, why did you break the cardinal rule of breakups? When you break up, you don't talk to your ex. It's like you mentally kill them. <laughs> like they're deadbeat. Um, yeah. <laughs> you you mentally you need to. Cause I learned that lesson the hard way with my last long-term relationship 
and I deviated from that principle that I have always kept. And what did it give me? What bad skin? A whole yes, bad skin. She's right. (laughs) I was there. (laughs) Listen, my skin looked terrible. Why? Because I was Uh stressed out over that Negro who did not deserve not a nab bit. Okay, all right, all right, okay, okay. Let's not look look, because. I said what I said. <laughs> reel it in, reel it in. Because anyway, so when I thought I was like, a part of me wanted to like text him back and be like, "Why are you still?" And then I was like, you know what? I should have known. Only because when I met him, he had mentioned that he had just broken up with his girlfriend, mm. and I was like, I didn't inquire about like the length of time because the length of time is very important. And people say it's not. Yes, the heck it is. That is. If it was like two, three weeks ago, nah, pimp, gone about your business. But if yeah. it was like two, three months ago, mm, maybe. If it was like a year ago, we can talk. We can, we can, we can talk. Or even like eight months or something like that. You know, I don't know. Two to three months isn't like too bad because it also depends on like how deep the relationship was right they were living together so two, three, okay three, but three. even so still you can mentally check out so physically they were close but mentally who knows where they were true true but obviously they were close enough for them for him, her to be with him on his birthday or and what was his birthday january um that would have been actually yeah it would have been january so it was around like Mm. I didn't ask the actual his actual birthday, so probably like mid January, like mm. around. Because uh, I texted him on the twenty second, so it had to have been like around that time frame. I'm gonna stop. Unf- I'm gonna stop following him then. Now screw him. Yeah, that sounds like good. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like you, you get knocked down and you get up again and you try it. And so I was telling Shanika when I hopped on real quick. Um, before we got started, I was like, uh, I did match with a person and we had our first date last week. It went mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And so we're having our second date tonight. So we'll see how that goes. But we've been in conversation, you know, since then. Seems like a really nice guy. So we will see. As well as my other homegirl just sent me a number of this guy and she was like, I think you all would have a good conversation. Check it out. See, and I was like, all right, cool. So I'm, I'm keeping myself open and available to what the universe brings me that is aligned with my goals and objectives in regards to dating and keeping it positive is also realistic to be like, Hey, some of this stuff has nothing to do with you. And like I mentioned earlier about the intention, like one of the things that I've been saying to myself that I realized that I've been saying to myself is that I want to be connected with people who are aligned with the same goals and objectives that I have and that aren't here for foolishness and who's to say that these other individuals you know maybe they are foolish that's why we're not matching um don't know but what I am doing is continuing on and keeping the faith because lord knows hope dwindles from time to time (laughs) Listen, you, I told you I'm like, you're dating, you're doing the thing. And I'm like, but it took me a while to get here. It took me a whole, yeah, I, you know that. 
if y'all were here last episode, I, I, I just cannot do the online dating. And I don't know if maybe that is me closing myself to like a portal or whatever, but I just kind of feel like I'm going to find my person out in the world. Um, I just cannot do the online. It's uh, (laughs) just power to you guys. Honestly, I'm not judging. I'm not knocking. I just, it's a lot. I feel like I'm more charming in person. You can't find my charm over the text. Oh gosh. Yeah. I definitely struggle in that. And I have to work to be like, let us meet because when you meet me, then you'll, you'll get me. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, cause when I, the guy that I've met, I would not have met him out just from his nature. I would mm-hmm. not have met him out cause he, he doesn't really go out like that. So, and then the, we like similar things, but I don't know if I would have seen him or, and, or approached him. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Yeah. And this is the guy that things are gelling well with, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so I I get the purpose of online dating because it does introduce you to people who probably would not have met. And for that, I I appreciate it. It's just getting through it. My goodness, it can be such a slog. So anyway, I've been working on my language regarding it. And also putting up boundaries so like I don't scroll forever in three days I think I talked about them on the last episode like I set a time limit of when I'm on there and when I'm done I'm done and also making sure that I'm safe about when I do meet individuals and everything yes because that one girl that got killed or whatever that is just so gorgeous and stunning stunning and it's sad sad and the things being done so so anyway anyway so then the next one um finding an apartment in atlanta during a pandemic is ridiculous so are you still trying to find one say again are you still trying to find one no i'm just saying like when we're going to say that yeah this would definitely be one i did find my apartment here in decatur which i love Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of the location. The apartment is fine, but the location is the best. Anyway, finding an apartment in Atlanta was a whole foolery. I would not recommend it to anybody. If you <laughs> outsource that joint, please do pay the money because it's stupid. It's so dumb. Like seriously, if you don't have like money, it is it is utter trailer, utter trailer mm-hmm. trash. And I had a couple of places that legit, I was, I was concerned because I was like, I'm putting in application after application and I'm not seeing any result and this is money gone. And mm-hmm. two, I'm just like, I know the amount of money I wanted to spend. And then I knew the amount of money that um, some of these apartments were asking for. And I was just like, nah, like there was a time there there was one apartment that I saw it was like a townhouse in a section of area that I wanted to be in. And I went and contacted the person. And when I tell you it was sketch, it was so sketch y'all. Basically they had set up the house to be like, according to them, I don't even think it was their house. I think it was a scam. 
they had said that they put the house up on Airbnb and for me to go on there. And I was like, that's not what I want. I want to leave. I want to be able to, you know, stay in the place. She's like, oh, it is a lease. It's just a long-term lease. I said, then why is it going to Airbnb? Because Airbnb is now a lease management company. And she's like, well, I currently still live there. And I was like, well, then no, because I need a place that I have my own stuff. So your stuff can't be there. She's like, well, my stuff isn't there. And I was just like, how is this set up? I said, no, this is a scam. No, thank you. And I, you know, exited. So stuff like that, right? There was that. I had applied for a place. It was in Vinings. I really liked it. It was in a nice condo community, kind of similar to where I lived when I was in Columbia. I had put in all this information, y'all. They asked for so much. I, at one point, I thought I was getting a mortgage. I had to send them 12 months worth. Worth. That That's I crazy. Had, that I had come, yeah. Yeah. Who does that? that? You know? You know? And so, and so I just sent them 12 months um, payments, um, showing 12 months payments to my current apartment. And I'm like, what if they hadn't lived at my current apartment that long? You know, what I had to like look at my other apartment? Like it was a mess. So I had to oh, sorry, go on. Of, um, work, which usually is standard and, and also that you make a certain amount of money and that blah, 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 and did all of that. And then I submitted the information and y'all, I submitted it on a Sunday night because there were so many hits, right? Now, mind you, when I went to go see the, the apartment, it had opened, I think that Saturday. No, it opened that Sunday. I went to go see it and I put in my application that night. I got a rejection Monday morning. Damn. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I asked them, I said, why? I was like, you know, because my thing was, if there's something glaring on my application, I would like to know because I'm putting in applications the other way, other places. Yeah. So I can, you know, he was like, they, um, this is the thing I did not like. They asked for a photo. And I was like, mm, that seems mad discriminatory. Mm -hmm. And so when they were like, well, the owner just decided to choose another candidate. And I was like, mm. what other candidate? Cause like, anyway, yeah, that was a test. Yeah. That was the type of stuff I was just like, right. Coming up against. And I was, I was very, very concerned. So when I found this place and I realized how easy it was to apply and get in and everything, I was just like, so all these other apartments are just being buttholes and it doesn't need to be this way. And yet, it is so I mean you can skip a good portion of that if you want to pay you know the 2000 the 2100 the 2200 for an apartment but your girl's not paying mortgage rates for a standard two-bedroom apartment just not doing it not doing it yeah so, ridiculous it was plus it's also the pandemic so trying to view these apartments it was a whole deal so I mean like I said I had setback after setback but I continued on because I one, I needed a police. And then two, um, I just believed I said, I'm gonna find the right place for myself. This just means this doesn't. Now, doesn't mean just like Shanika said, in the moment your girl was pissed and your girl was hurt. Okay. I was not happy. I was not a happy camper. So I I'm not gonna sit here and, and perpetrate like I was in and I knew something would come up. No. 
I did not know something would come up. I just hoped and had faith something would come up because I knew I needed to have something come up. But in the moment, in the meantime, your girl was not happy. Do not like the process. Do not recommend. Um, the other thing I have on here is swimming. So I recently started swimming lessons again. And I say set up because I, two years ago, I had started swim lessons um, in 2018, I think. 2018, I had done swim lessons. And um, I started them and I was like, I'm going to start them over the following year once I get like settled. So 2019 rolls around, I get settled. No, I'm sorry. 2020 rolls around because 2019 I moved, right? So 2020 rolls around. I get my um, lessons. I decided to do them in March. Start the lessons at the beginning of March. We're in like week one, working, doing the thing. Week two, pandemic hits. <laughs> so I didn't get my lessons. And I was just like, God darn it. I was so close. So, 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 so close. So I say, you know, step back, you know, with the pandemic and with so many other people, things that they had planned got halted all together. And unfortunately, there's been hundreds of thousands of lives lost due to this. And, you know, not to put this on any scale with those other things, it was just a showing of a setback. And I was like, you know, I want to do this. I want to get better at this. I want to have this as a life skill, truly and honestly. Mm -hmm. And so I recently started swim lessons again um, at the local Y up the street. And it was so funny. I was like, you know what? I really could have done this earlier, but I was allowing my like self to talk myself out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, you know, the budget. And it's not like incredibly an amount of money, but it's a good little chunk of change. Um, oh, the time commitment and this, that, and the third. And then I really had to be like, Janelle, you, you, you can't talk yourself out of this anymore. So um, I signed up. My first class was yesterday, second class is tomorrow. And the instructor, he's comical. Um, so he's one of those people that is good at his job because he knows what he knows. Mm -hmm. And regardless of your quote unquote excuses, he's like, uh-huh, now do it again. <laughs> You're like, Ooh, I like him. I like, ah. So one of the things he kept telling me during the whole thing is you have to relax. Yes. Relax. And I was like, you're telling me who has pretty much a fear of water to relax in the very thing she has a fear in. Okay. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. And I'm telling myself this also to like side note. I, I laughed at myself the whole time. So he's teaching me how to do breathing, right? Because he's like, he starts us off. He's like, I want to see where you're at. Mm -hmm. So whatever you got, show me. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is And then he goes, you. And I was like, me? What? Okay, sure, whatever. So we, um, 
I do like what I know, which is to glide and then kick. And he was like, you have good form. We can start there. And I was like, okay. So he's trying to teach me the breathing aspect of freestyle, right? And he's like, you have to make sure that you pull your head up enough out of the water. Mm -hmm. Sounds simple enough, right? Y'all, I'm a nose breather, not a mouth breather. So instinctively, I go, mm -hmm. when you need to go. <gasps> you know what? I struggle with that style of um, swimming as well. And I have to like really concentrate when I'm doing that. Right. And so don't after, feel bad. Right. After like inhaling and also swallowing some water, I still haven't gotten it yet, but I just found, I just found it comical. I'm sitting in my, in the pool floating and I'm just like, oh, this is shady as hell, but it's so true. I said, that's why some of my friends are better at this because they're mouth breather. <laughs> true. Right. Okay, so with all of these like setbacks happening, what's the one, what are the things that you have been sticking to to help you? Uh, um, truly and honestly, my end goal, my end goal has been keeping me the, the thing that keeps me focused and keeps me showing back up and not quitting. Um, like my end goal with swimming, I, I want to feel comfortable in water because I want to go surfing and learn how to surf. And that is the mm -hmm. prerequisite. So you, you, you got to do it. And um, you know, you think <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little, just a little bit. Can you imagine if you were to go surfing and then all of a sudden you're asking for help and they're like, can you not swim? You're like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but kind of. It's not you know, funny, like, but yes. I, I'm trying to avoid that. Hence why my butt is in this class. <laughs> you'd be like, why are you here? Why are you here? Because I am, I am my, my, my mother's daughter. That's why I want what I want when I want it. Yeah. Um, and so it's really my end goal no lie no joke they are the things that keep me going and keep me still moving even when it sucks even when it it's it's hard even when it's difficult even there are times when I want to quit but the quitting the quitting would mean giving up on the thing that I want and there are times where I'm like I don't want it that much and that's fine but there are time, more times than not I want it and I'm like, God darn it. All right, well, we got to figure this out. So like, for instance, with the apartment situation, I, I needed to figure it out because I there was no alternative. It's like, you're not going to be homeless. So you've got right. to find an apartment. Um, with the dating, I mean, I have, I've given that a pause. Like last year, I put that all the way on pause because I was like, mm -mm, I ain't got the capacity. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the other part about it was, you know, I wanted to find some companionship. So it's like, in order to do that, you, you have to date. It is it's one of the preferred methods, if not the ultimate method. And then it's just keeping your, the, the end goal in mind as well as knowing that it's a part of the process. So that's kind of the other part. It's just talking myself through it, you know, that self-talk. Mm -hmm. and then reminding myself of the end goal and 
being very, very mindful of that and keeping like reminders up of that. I will say out of the four, and I was going to say mental health is my last one that I was saying with setbacks. Um, out of the four, dating has been the one that is the second most personal because I mean mental health personal. Um, but the one that involves outside stuff as opposed to you. And so that's where it can be a little bit, I can be a little hesitant on that because it's just not me. Right. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the other ones that I mentioned, they are me. You know, yes, they deal with outside people, meaning like when I found the apartment, because there has to be a person to approve me. Um, But for the most part, it's just like, it is just me. Me showing up, me applying, me doing the the legwork, yada, yada, yada. Same thing with swimming and same thing with mental health. So it's, it really is keeping that end goal in mind and then reminding myself this is a part of the process when it gets hard and not being afraid to pause, not being afraid to looking for alternatives, you know, reaching out for help, talking to other individuals. Like that's, that's also been very, very, very helpful, you know, into that, into that portion. Um, kind of like what you were saying with your, you know, setbacks and stuff it's it sucks in mm-hmm. the inner, like in the moment it sucks balls and you can be okay with that you can feel those feels of it sucking and then you just have to say okay now what okay now what you know um the mental health piece for me is knowing that you know therapy works it's in you're consistent and you put into practice the things that you learn it works even going just once a month even if it's going once a month because that's essentially what I've been doing is going like once a month um but I started going um once a week but where I was I needed to be there now it's more oh yeah when I when I was back home going through that foolishness oh damn I hate that I mean I already knew but like yeah yeah, it was a catalyst. It was a catalyst. Wow, I, man. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, look at how far we've come. It is. It really is. And that, when I think about, because that was um, 18. So I think it's 17. Yeah, so second part of 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21. So it's four years going on five this year. And I'm seeing the benefits of having a consistent, you know, mental health practitioner in my life. I talk like this, it's the small things that I notice about myself and people are like, Janelle, that's really awesome. And I'm like, you're right. Because like you said, how you would have handled like your car before is a lot different than you handling it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like, um, and you know, it's been interesting because a lot of people have been saying like, I've like something about me is different and changed or whatever. And I'm just like, well, I guess it's therapy and I've been lifting a lot of weights, you know, and like staying to my yoga. Um, you know, so I think, um, consistency with anything is just, key you know you just got to do the work you have to do the work um there's no way there's no way around it 
a couple years ago, I would have been depressed, texting Janelle probably, and she'd have been like, you need to go therapist or been like, um, standoffish, which fine, fine. You know what I mean? Because I need to handle shit myself. You know what I mean? But now it's coming from a different thing. You know, I'm not like, Oh, I don't know. It's just different. It is. It is. And on both, because you're not coming to me like this. Yeah. My rage is, is, what's the word? Not righteous, but somewhat in that vein. Like it's, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. However, I'm able to be in that moment, be angry, and then let it go as opposed to simmering and stewing in it, you know, Mm -hmm. and being like, okay, I'm done with this. And I do remember during that whole incident that I really thought to myself, I said, this can't be it. This can't be it. God, this cannot be it. This cannot be it. I refuse. I refuse. And if it is, then no, I want no parts of this. No, thank you. Um, and I'm going to exit out and I need the person who is going to be in my life to quickly bring themselves, uh, because this is, this is, this is trash. This is trailer, trailer trash. Uh, so there's also that. And I also realized too, like with my words and the thoughts, it's like the conviction needs to be there. I think that's ultimately it. Mm -hmm. When you have a goal and I, I know this about myself, I'm very goal-oriented because it, that helps me stay focused on what it is that I'm doing, you know, kind of like litter, like, you know, go through life, whatever. Goals help me pinpoint things I want to achieve and put focus, effort, energy into. Mm-hmm. I know not everybody is like that, so that's cool. Uh, and usually with the goals that I achieve, I usually have a conviction with them. And when I do... I, I achieve them like most times and not I usually achieve all of them um, but the ones with conviction though they're like sometimes the best not to say the method or how I achieve them is the best but they're the best for me knowing that I can do this thing you know um, so conviction definitely helps having that tied to your goal so that way it's your reminder. It is your internal reminder of why you're even doing or going through this foolishness. Because you don't have to. You do not have to go through nothing. Go through so. So. Yay, yay. I believe. I believe definitely. Consistency. consistency. Well, well, knowing what you desire and what you were achieving. Right. right. And um, they're saying that right now, February 2nd, to between February 2nd, 2022, like, you know, the next 20 days is like a really strong time for um, manifesting and all that jazz. So like speak it into existence, do the work, journal, meditate, yoga at seven o'clock in the mother freaking morning. For you. Yoga early for everybody. Um, that one, so- <laughs> that <one good. laughs> 
Um, you know, just keep on doing the work. Don't fall back. Don't let it be an excuse to just like knock the whole tower down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even from like where I was last week, um, dealing with it all, like I just dealt with it and I'm fine. You know, it's like, you just got to keep on moving. You really, you really, I I think that's the other part. Like when people say like, do the work and sometimes that's easy for us to like throw the phrase out and people are like, freaking work, What, 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 what work? The work is showing up. The work is being responsible, meaning knowing you have the ability to respond. The work is keeping your mind on, you know, if there is a problem, what are you solving? What are the resources Mm -hmm. you have to solve that problem? Can you reach out to somebody for some help? The work is asking for help when you don't know. Absolutely. And, you know, again, it's handling, sorry not to cut off, but it's handling like what's in your control. Like you can still wake up, you can still drink your water. You still got a pad and a pen next to you. You know what I mean? It's what can you control? what you can control, what are your thoughts surrounding whatever it is that you're going through? How can you improve them? Is this a waiting game? Is it just, you have to wait this thing out and are, you know, and centering yourself in that knowing, Hey, I just have to wait this thing out. This is a thing that is not going to change overnight. And I have to remind myself that every single day, this is not changing overnight, but it is changing day by day. And today was one day off that list. You know, the Mm -hmm. work is those things and much, much more, but it is actively participating in your life so that you can achieve the things that you want. You can be where you want, do what you want, like, you know, within reason and also legal in the society in which you live in. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you can do what you want. Mm, some of y'all want to do stuff that I do not want you to do, especially yeah, if it no. pertains to me and mine. Uh, <laughs> just, just flat out. Um, but we're thinking of like, you know, those of who, you who want to be like financially free, those of you who want to find a partner, those of you who maybe want to start a garden or you want to try, you know, incorporating more healthy habits into your life. Those of you who do want to wake up in the morning and do yoga at seven, you know, you, you, you don't at the moment, the work is figuring it out, getting creative and problem solving in that aspect. That's the work, you know, like when we mm. think of work, it's like most people who can and also want to are employed of some form. Either they're self-employed or they work for uh, someone else, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a job that you do. You are giving job tasks, job details, job description, blah, blah, blah. And that is your quote unquote work. And so when we say do the work, the work is the inner work. The work is your job, so to speak, to show up and be that person that you envision yourself to be. And that can be a current vision of yourself that you want to maintain or a future, you know, view of yourself, you know, and figuring out what that is that will get you there and doing the work 
to do it. So if it is, I need, I want to be financially free. Well, how far are you from that freedom? What is your freedom? What is your, what's, what's your freedom number? You know, what do you have to do? Is it just have to pay off consumer debt? Do you have to have a certain number of savings? Do you have to have a certain credit score? Do you need, mm-hmm. you know, what is it? And then once you figure that out, boom, there's your, there's your job task. Those are your, your descriptions, your activities. So the setbacks will happen along the way because life is going to life. And we have the ability to have fortitude along with our conviction to get stuff done. And the fortitude is standing in the knowing that you will achieve what you is. Now, it may be you ain't going to achieve it in three days, six days, six weeks, six months. It may take you a while. But when you get there, it's going to be worth it. So um, I like pull cards and I put them on my um, stories today. And one of them, like I pull cards, I tell people to pick a number. Um, Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't say because you might pick a number. I haven't seen it yet. And you you know. Oh, well, never mind. You're not going to see it. Never mind. Anyways. So one of the cards was Wheel of Fortune. And basically it's like life is a cycle. You may be up right now. You may be down right now. It's only temporary. Just keep it moving. Facts. It really is. You are going to, life is going to continue. The question is, are you going to participate in it or not? (laughs) And we got our quote for the podcast. You know, that's really it. I, I mean, you're not going to get around it, y'all. Life is going to suck. <laughs> you're going to have moments that, you and know. And it's going to suck some more than others, but. Yeah, yeah, there are going to be moments where it takes your breath away at how bad it sucks. And sometimes that sucking, it doesn't have anything to do with what is happening around you. And I say that because of what happened with the young lady, um, with Chrissy. I can't think of her last name, but the oh, young who passed away. Yeah, just passed away. Um, I think about her and other like countless individuals who have what we consider the good life, right? I know, they have, right? They have things going for them, especially if they're beautiful and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah, and they're gone. And I say to this whatever is your issue, if you have the capacity, and there's so many more resources now than there were previous years, to seek out some assistance to help you to navigate through that. And if you don't feel that you can talk to an individual in your circle because of what is perceived as the good life that you live, find someone outside of your circle, preferably a professional, for you to talk to. Yeah, this is something, um, and we don't, we're not going to do it justice right now, but I want to dive deeper into, because I know like people love to post that phone number saying get help, but I just know on the day, days when I was down and out, I wasn't trying to pick up a phone. No, not, so, not, no. It's, it's, it's a deeper, it's a deeper, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a deeper thing. And you're right. I, I, what I'll say to this is I and we can, we can have another conversation so we can delve a little bit more deeper. Into and I'd like that. to get a professional on here. Yeah, that, okay, we'll work on that. Um, there, 
was a moment where that was, you know, sliding, because it is, it feels like you're sliding down into a, a, a hole. And for some people like myself, it's like I have internal triggers or not internal triggers. It's um, uh, what are the things called? Not guideposts. They're like, not milestones, sorry. I'm trying to think of the word. That force field. I see it, but I, I'm trying to think of this word. But basically there are things that like, Oh, I'll just describe it. I can't think of the word, but there's actual word for it. Anyway, there are times um, or things that when I think certain things or feel certain ways, I know stop, go get, like call somebody. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like my own little internal safe word. That's not truly what I'm trying to say, but it's it's the closest thing. And when I started sliding down that hill, I, I went past the thing that my internal was like, oh no, oh no, okay, safe for it, safe for it. We got it. We got to get help. And not everybody can do that. And I realized right. that exactly, exactly. For me, that's what saved me, honestly. And because of that, you know, I just started dialing the the people who came to my my mind immediately. Um, you know, my I think I called my brother, and I talked to him for a little bit. And he just stayed on the phone with me. And then I just got off and I just went back to crying. And then the second person I called, did I call them or they called me? I can't remember. But that individual was the person I needed to talk to because they were like, I know what this is. I need you to get up. I need you to clean yourself. I'm coming to get you. And they physically removed me from my apartment. So that way, kind of sometimes that movement of of place kind of helps you give you space in your mind to move away from those thoughts. And she did. She just, she held me that day. And I'm so grateful, like so internally grateful for that. And I, I pray that everyone has that. I know that's not always the case, but... Yeah, not not everybody. It, it their first go to is is to call. Mine wasn't to call that number. I did not even think about that number. Mine yeah, was to yeah. call my my friends and family. Which, depending on your friends and family, may or may not be the best. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know. So I pray that everyone has a person in their circle that they can reach out to, and even if you are not equipped to deal with it, that you know that there are resources that you can go to to help that individual. So don't feel like you have to take that burden on your own, especially if you do not know how to deal with somebody who is having you know, suicidal ideations. There are whole resources for you to call and you can be just like, hey, I'm talking to you. Um, give me like five seconds and three <laughs> way this other call, you know, or whatever have you. But it's, it's, it's a lot. Life can be a lot. And so that's why I'm just like, it just sucks. It really, really sucks. I had another thought I was going with that, but this, this is the one that came up. 
Um, but yeah, we'll have to explore that and see if we can look into somebody. Yeah. Um, and talk. It's like I said, you know, we need like a professional on that one. Mm-hmm. So, oh, this was good. You know, even with all the literal, like, oh my God, we literally had setbacks recording this podcast. <laughs> I just thought about that. We did. Oh my God. Like we, we've, it's been two hours, you guys. And it's we not even a podcast. I know so when, this, when y'all listen to it, it will be like, what, maybe, maybe hours an hour. Or so. And it's been two hours. Wow. In the name, in the name. Maybe we should have set a better intention. Okay. Well, listen, my intentions have been about get money. <laughs> get this money, oh. <laughs> All right, friends, thank you so much for joining us. We love you. You matter. And until next time, bye. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends. Check us out at selfcreatedpodcast.com. Email us selfcreatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen to Self Created Podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen.